My dearest homo sapiens, this is the voice of the electric head. In order to appreciate this broadcast, it is important that you follow this set of simple instructions. Firstly, choose a flat, well-elevated position away from people and interruption. Preferably the top of an extremely high building. Ensure that it is a windy night. Now, stand at the edge of the building and repeat the following. The rules of physics are unapplicable to me. I am the projector in the film of my life. The universe only exists within my mind. There is only one reality and it belongs to me. I write the screenplay, and therefore, I can do whatever I choose. In fact, I can soar like a bird over these tiny two-dimensional extras, insects who populate my world. Now, jump! The Electric Head Right, so we're about a minute or so into the podcast. I'm Rufus Malabar, and I'm joined today by Daddy Jumper. Hi there. Uh, did you call me Daddy? Uh, can I call you Daddy? Oh, uh, yes, why not? Oh, good. Now, the first minute of the podcast. Thoughts? Um, well, I don't know if it's particularly wise to encourage your audience to commit suicide right at the top of the show. No, I agree. Bad move by no, the boys there. Very Definitely. bad, I'd say. Still, uh, we could cross our fingers that there'll be an appearance from Tom Tom sometime later. No, I wouldn't bet your life on it, judging on the quality of the last podcast. No, neither would I. In the meantime, let's enjoy a brief sniffit. Sniffit? Yes, a sniffit of the new Brian Dennehy Memorial Musical. Is he dead? Uh, I don't know. Oh, well, let's hope not. Yes. It's not easy being inside. Solitary can drive you mad. I began thinking that Julie Andrews was sending me subliminal messages through the lyrics of her songs. I spent five years working on anagrams of supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I worked it out in the end. The message read, Relax. To escape. Kill Placido. Use Ragu. She's off her head, that Julie Andrews. Good afternoon. I'm Richard Wartbiter. Now today's top headlines. The body of a man was discovered in a Glasgow flat late last night. Police claim the victim was Mark Masterdrone, one of the biggest lemony face mask lotion dealers in the area. Sergeant Rock Bottom Yellow Dungfly McKinson Nomad of the Glasgow Metropolitan Police gives a statement a short time ago. 
We've confirmed the body as Mr. Master Drone and it's a well-known fact that he was one of the biggest lemony face mask lotion dealers in the country. Uh, there's no reason to suspect foul play, although it is true that the victim's face, well, it, it seemed to have been chewed off, uh, most likely by his dog. Uh, that's all I can say at this time. Evidence suggests that Mr. Master Drone overdosed on lemony face mask after smearing it onto his face early yesterday evening. Forensics claim he had also placed a cucumber portion over each eye before falling asleep in front of that delightful makeover show. You know the one, the one with that woman. <clears throat> As a result of this overdose, it is believed that Dippy, Mr. Master Drone's faithful canine friend, then licked the lemony face mask from his head, proceeding all the way onto the spongy, bony goodness of the flesh. Miss Agnes of Partick, a close personal friend of Mr. Master Drone's dog, had this to say. Which? Like, is this on the telly? Are you for the telly? Which? What? Alright, I'm just going to pick up my messages for the shops. I don't really have time for this nonsense. The dog. What? Sorry, I can't even hear a word. What did you say? Oh, the dog guy. Mr. That master drone guy. I know all about him and his lemony face mask tomfoolery. Yes. Shocking stuff, shocking. The thing is, I know that dog. I've known that dog for 47 years. And there's absolutely no way in holy hell that that dog would ever eat MD's face. Covered in lotion or not, it just wouldn't happen. It's a load of nonsense. It's just on the telly. Come in, Lancaster. Request your position. Come in, Lancaster. Request your position. This is Bomber Group A, Squadron Leader. I've had to shut down the damaged engine. We cannot read you, Lancaster. Can you see our signals? For God's sakes. We never made the target! The engine's blown! <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello, squadron leader. Uh, I'm Bernard Rodigan and I'm calling on behalf of Direct Telecom Services. Listen, this isn't a good time. My instruments are all destroyed. The rest of the crew bailed out of my orders. You get that? With our new call plan, we are offering unbeatable bundles and all new line features for just £4,079 a month. Listen! My undercarriage is all gone! I'm bailing out! Okay, but remember the deal ends on the 2nd of May, and if you apply now, you get a free top-up car. Listen, I've had it, and I'd rather jump than fry! Perhaps I will call you back at a more suitable time. Hey, Brian Dennehy, movie star. Cocoon, FX, FX2, Heart of Illusion. I just want to clear something up. I'm not dead. In fact, far from it. You see, at the peak of my film career, I met an alchemist called Nicholas Flamel, who claimed to be over 400 years old. He revealed to me, Brian Dennehy, the secret of the elixir of life. To cut a long story short, I'm fast becoming a divine androgyne. Half Hollywood big shot, 
half young nubile virgin girl. So that song, that song's nothing but a falsehood. And I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. So you people get on with doing whatever it is you folks do, and let Brian Dennehy do what Brian Dennehy does best. Living forever in a dank cave in an undisclosed location. Thanks. Catchy. Tom Tom. Do you think I'll make the meeting at 1.30? That ferry boat seemed very rustic. Well, it's like we're right out in the sticks. They really ought to put a muzzle on those dogs. Oh, Tom Tom, where to now? me astray before. Okay. 
sad and distraught and dismayed. My bad and my heart can lighten. The day that I rushed for my luggage and found that I'd left my kite on Titan. Pod. I've got a singing parasitic twin who shares my skull. His name's Felipe. He sings hits of the Disney musicals. Feed the birds, tap into the bag. He's got a beautiful voice, ain't he? My father, Bobo the Clown, used to strangle me while we made love. I almost died once. But I had a cracking orgasm. Pronto, Bellamicio Grande. I'm Glorious Seagull, White Buttock Sandwich, Glory Hole Sinclair, and welcome to Hands On Art. But keep your hands off me. Although I let Van Gogh do me up this shit. And now, early in the week, I met up with Bob Hope. No, no, not the famous American vaudeville entertainer and star of the big screen, but an artist whose controversial exhibition at the Tate Modern has been causing quite a stir. Now come with me as we put our hands on a load of art. Pronto, Bellamicio Grande, Mr. Hope. Oh, pronto, Bellamicio Grande, Gloria, my little sweetie plum bottom. You don't mind if I call you little sweetie plum bottom, do no. Not at all. Oh, no. good. But it's very busy around here. Oh, I trust the exhibition's going well. Well, you can see uh, that the general public are absolutely swept away, and the artistic community, with my new exhibition here. Right. Well, I, I can't help but notice that they're all just blank canvases. Oh, nonsense. They're works of art. They're not empty. They're full of the absence of any object pregnant with meaning, Gloria. Right. What about this one? Well, that's a white field representing the illimitable reaches of outer space. No, no more so of inner space, my uh, sweetie little plum bottom. And this one? Well, can't you see? Can't you see that with this exhibition I am breaking the blue boundary of the colour limits, the blue of the sky, the blue of tradition. I have emerged into white. Swim beside me, Gloria. Oh, swim beside me, my comrade pilot. Swim in this infinity. Swim in the free white sea that lies before you. Uh, well, at least that's what I said to the gallery director. Oh, I see. And how did you respond to that? Yes, when he said I was a lazy, good-for-nothing fraud buying blank canvases on the cheap and trying to sell them for thousands of pounds. <laughs> and uh, is that what you're doing? Uh, yes, in a nutshell. The Electric Head. So, Edward Teach. Hunga, hunga. <laughs> ah, excuse me, you prefer to be known as Blackbeard. Now, it says here on your card that you're a pirate. <laughs> Born in Bristol, you once seized more than 40 ships in a single year. And you weave lit fusies into your beard to strike terror into the hearts of your victims. <laughs> well, I can see this is going to be an interesting game. Blackbeard the Pirate, let's play... Pandemonium Biscuit Tin! Three boxes. 
One contained Schrodinger's cat, a lump of radioactive material, and a Geiger counter wired up to release a cloud of poison gas. Until you look in the box, the cat both exists and does not exist. The contents are in a 50-50 superstition of states. In the other box, a large drunken man with a psychopathic temper wielding a broken pool cue. His name, Desmond Venables Gauntlet. And in the final box, that home fondue set you've had your eye on. Do you understand the rules, Blackbeard? Without further ado, which box would you like to pick? Excuse me? Uh, you'll have to be more specific. Can we get somebody else? Coming to theaters this summer, based on the hit novel, it's the story of a man who's taking a trip to save face and fortune. I'll bet you $20,000 that I'll go round the world in 80 days. Yo tripping, brother! Yeah, tripping around the globe. Adapted from award-winning novelist Jules Verne. Hey, watch it, man. You watch it yourself, fool. Watch your goddamn name anyhow. They calling me Fark. It's Philly Fark, motherfucker! Yeah, and you best stay out of my way. My dearest homo sapiens. You have been listening to The Electric Head for this fun-packed memorial performance in which we pay tribute to the late, great Brian Dennis. We'd like to offer our heartfelt thanks to the misanthropic Maraca Menagerie and Angela Lansbury. For less information, log on to www. BrianDinnerAid.com And remember, none of this is really happening. Thank you, and good luck. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what they're going on about.